everyone, it's us again. Reviews right. from the West. <laughs> Sorry, hang on. Oh, the, no, the doggle intro. The doggle intro. So, hello, I am Dog. Welcome to Review from West. Review for West. <laughs> wow, wow, wee, wow. Uh, my dog was getting a shouting match. Shoot it. When... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't shoot what is, Come on, dude. What is he, a cop? Calm down. Oh, <laughs> oh. No. All the cops in the chat sign out. <laughs> Take two. Start it over. Hey, Cam. Hey, Cam, bro. <laughs> Start um, again. I think I'm just going to roll with that. So, um, what? That's that was a cool. That was All a right, good fine, moment. fine. It's Three, so memorable. Two, one. Hey guys, it's us again. Reviews from the West. I, Victor. Yes, you are. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's just me on the episode, guys. <laughs> oh, no, it's the friendly other... reminder to harm your animals. <laughs> If your dog kill won't shut up, just shoot it. Yeah, take him to the back and fucking kill him. Assuming hey. he's going to use that take. <laughs> so, uh, who do we got on the episode? Who's with us? Got me. Who's here? Got oh, me. shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, me. here. And is that over there on the corner? Oh, my God. Dude, Victor, are you seeing this? Nick, are you seeing this? What's going yeah. on? Is that Ryan? Whoa. That Ryan? Two times in a row? Two episodes in a row? Oh, oh shit. Hang on, what? Thank what you. A, this, this is totally a this is totally a cash money moment. This is a cash money moment. This is a this is uh, a this is a you won the grand prize in Yo Mama moment. Oh shoot! Yeah. I have no I idea what that it. means. <laughs> so MTV was a channel with Wilbur von Wil Wilbur von der von Rama. Fucking that Yo doesn't Mama. sound like his ethnicity, but it's. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't it Mario Mario Lopez? No, it was Wilbur uh, Wilbur Valderrama. That's well, what was Mario oh. Lopez on? That, that dude was movie. on like the like the Animal Planet. America's Got Talent for Animals. No, but he was also on one of those shows. Dean really? Kane? No. What? What? What are you talking? Mario about? Mario Lopez was on Yo Mama, wasn't he? No, bro. <laughs> Wilbur, dude, I'm pretty sure Wilbur Valderrama was on Yo Mama. On MTV, this is the show about um, the like the little like <laughs> rap battle, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I swear Mario Lopez was on there. Well, we... we don't do rap battles here. We talk movies here. Thank goodness. Um, true. That is true. Yeah. So what do we got today, guys? Well, hold on. You just break broke the pace. Did I? We need to find the Mario Lopez answer. <laughs> we need to. Yeah, it's it's Wilmer. It's Wilmer. Mario well, Lopez did not do Yo well, Mama. Mario Lopez was on some MTV show, so if someone can find that, that'd be great. He was yeah, on. Put it, uh, no, put it in the chat. This is the viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. If yeah can, can we get that in the us, chat, please? Yeah, if you can tell us which. Uh... I mean, the comment section. Um, Back when the... hmm. I remember when there wasn't live streaming. There were no chats, live chats. We should... just... Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, that's it. There's just comment sections. Leave your yeah. comment in the comments. Uh, we should do a live stream one of these times. I would love we that. Should, we should do a. We should live stream our Christmas episode because I have a fucking. I've got some plans for that bad boy. I'm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need to do that. So Ryan, Ryan's choice this week. He was a. Uh, Ryan's week 
Ryan Kerr. What did you do? What did you bring on? Uh, I was a little late at getting the movies out because I had some picks. I just go through my process here. I was dangerously close to picking the house that Jack built for my feature. Uh huh. But it's just, it's a drama thriller. It's not a horror movie to me. So we pushed that one aside for now. We're going to get a Lars von Trier in here one day. But for the short film, it was like instantaneous. Lights out. The David F. Sandberg 2013 short film that got him into Hollywood. Yeah. Had to be that one. Yeah. And the feature is one of my favorite directors, Werner Herzog, German dude. Does a lot of documentaries. We're doing the 79 Nosferatu. Okay. Nice. Werner Herzog, most famous for movie set memes and making sure Baby Yoda was a puppet. Yep. That's probably. Yep. Probably. 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 Definitely. Definitely. That's ignoring a large history, but that's totally. What (laughs) about erase the history, Nick? This is my first. This is my first Werner Herzog. I'm mine too, actually. Dang, let's go. This was my first Werner Herzog. So we starting with short films, right? That's how you guys. uh... Yeah, Yeah, let's do that. I think so. Yeah, so David down. F. Sandberg, a I think he's Swedish. He's a director that he's just been Swedish? making small movies with his wife in his apartment yep. for years. And they just do that. And it's awesome. And yep. Lights Out was the first one. He made a bunch that uh-huh. went to festivals. He won really good camera gear and stuff from festivals. But for the most part, this Lights Out was the one that took off for him. And Hollywood was literally like, hey, this is dope. You want a feature? And now he's a big director. That's yep. so cool. The dream. The dream. Yep. Honestly. He's Swedish? I believe it's Swedish. He didn't Swedish. sound Swedish. The videos I watched of him. <laughs> but yeah, hey, that's that's good. Good from Sweden. Yeah, born Swedish filmmaker. Shout out Swedes. Nice. Shout out Swedes. Hey, I'm one of those. Let's go. Scandinavian gang, rise up. Hey, gang. Sweden. <laughs> so yeah lights out short horror film about three minutes long you can find it on youtube for free it's just a little video that carried itself really well and it's well made what do you guys think of it pretty uh, good pretty yeah. good yeah. um i watched the feature first because that was when i first heard about it uh, the trip the feature got came out they said it was based on a short film and then i think now is when i actually just watched it for the first time I'd seen, oh dang i'd seen clips of it like other people talked about it in videos and all that but now i've actually watched it and yeah lives up to what came afterward for sure it's good yeah it holds up like it's a, it's it just comes down to the simplicity of it all like yeah very simple premise uh this woman turns off a light one time sees a demon it only comes in the shadows and fear Dread, yeah. scary. Boom, bam, done. It's basic, done. but dude, it's effective. No, it totally is. Definitely, it's so basic that a major set piece involves hiding under the blankets. Yes, which is also pretty fucking terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> like, the scene that I've actually I've actually seen this before. Yeah. So this on uh, this was on uh, Film Riot. I'm pretty sure. Um, they did a behind the scenes about it a couple of years ago. So I was, like, I was like, oh, I've seen, this looks really familiar. And then I was like, oh, yep, I know exactly what's going to happen. 
And then I remember her creepy fucking face when she, when she <laughs> Yep. She turns the, the fucking uh when she turns the lamp off. That was gnarly. That was very gnarly. But yeah, I uh uh the I do think that the I haven't seen the original I haven't seen the movie, but um like the feature. But I do know that the that the location of the movie is kind of more appealing to me just because it's it's like really pretty and everything like that because it's got like big production value and whatnot but um yeah <laughs> I, I don't remember where it was where the uh fucking uh where the location was but it, regardless they were uh it was like they were by like a, a fucking light like this big big like led or not led but this big like neon lamp light yeah. Oh yeah, they're in the basement of their house, That's and the house right. itself looked so much like any other house I've seen in any low-budget horror movie I've seen in the last decade. Yeah, but yeah, are they in the basement? Yeah, she has a she has a big ultraviolet light, and she's shining it around. And so, oh, I thought you meant right. the neon sign like at, in the shop when they're in the second floor. That's that's what I was thinking of. That was that's what I was. Right. Okay, that's where I was. Okay, yeah. maybe she took the light. And brought it down to the basement. It's been a while since I've watched. That's the UV yeah. light. Okay, the UV light. Yeah, um, thought... it was. It was like their their apartment was like right yeah. in at like some fucking like big light, some shit. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about, guys. Let me see if it I. Turned, it was a big sign for a store that turned on and off as it was like flashing its logo. Yes, and it turned right. the whole room red. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's that's what I was thinking of. I remember the movie was pretty creative with how it did its with its lighting and its editing, and so forth. It, it's it's my kind of horror, material horror. I really dug that aspect. Yeah, you think that the short film, you think that the feature film expanded on the short film effectively? I know we're not talking about the feature, but you've seen. Yeah, it. yeah, I think, yeah, it definitely builds on the concept because feature you got more runtime, do more set pieces, and they really. And Sandberg really took advantage of that. There's a lot of creative set pieces in that. And the story itself wasn't too bad, I felt, for expanding yeah. upon this um, this demon, this entity that lurks in the, literally lurks in the shadows and can come at a moment's notice. I remember seeing the, sh- the feature with Ryan, and I remember not liking it, but that was just the one time. I, I just think there's some concepts that really just should stay as short films. And like, sure, I guess you could build upon it with like lore and whatnot. But really, this film does not need to be expanded at all. But regardless, it is cool that he was able to make it into a feature. But yeah, I think this just works 100% better as a short. And I'm pretty sure it's it's produced by James Wan. Yeah. Yes. Nice. nice. Oh, this short, this short or the no, 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 the feature. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. He made this in his house with his wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of his wife, he brought her into the feature film and had Loda. I think that's how you pronounce her name. I think I heard him say Loda in an interview. But he had her play like essentially the same role in the movie. And I was like, that's so dope. That is nice. That's cool. And he's cast her in every one of his films since. She had a small part in Shazam. Yeah. He's so cool. I love that. One of my favorite details of this film is that you kind of think that this creature is super. Well, it is supernatural, but. It, it doesn't give off a sense of like it has like a physical it can like uh interact with the physical world in a way just because it disappears in the dark or in the light 
and so it has this very like ghostly presence but there's that one shot where she goes under like goes into her bed and you hear the footsteps like or it's like yeah. running away yeah. and you're like oh shit this thing can actually like <laughs> move <laughs> around yeah. in reality it's good freaky. sound design yeah. yes yeah just any any that that's kind of a motif i notice on and off in horror movies they'll do the running footsteps sound effect and if they can mix it well it's 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 a highlight it, it works really well you guys have anything else to say oh, i liked it i liked it i liked yep. it i liked it the second time i i think it is actually it actually is pretty fucking scary too uh-huh <laughs> There's a uh, there's a lights out too, and I think in development. Uh oh, uh oh. I don't I don't know. I, I, last I heard, there was a lights out two in development, and I'm oh. just kind of waiting to see what comes of that. I bet Sandberg doesn't touch it. I guarantee. Maybe he will. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. We'll have that to sound see. like studio milking to me. Could be, but but the studios need their horror franchises. They need something to rake in the theater bucks. Yeah, I mean, it does say he is directing it. Does oh, it? there you go. Oh, yeah. ah. Why? I hope yeah. he has new ideas. I'm sure he will. Or maybe it's going to be like, one of those things where it's just an idea and it never really comes to yeah. fruition. I would like that. Much or, like The Conjuring Three, The Devil Made Me Do It. I wish that was just a concept. Yeah. Dude. Be, or he could get or he could get really drunk and phone in a script like John Carpenter did for Halloween 2. There you go. Well, I give it 3 stars. I say watch it. It's on YouTube. Go go watch it. It's free. It's 3 minutes of your psyche to get traumatized. Yeah. Isn't the, is the channel Pony Smasher? Isn't that the channel? Pony <laughs> Smasher. So. Yeah. That is the best channel name of any channel ever. It's actually if you you guys should really check out like people watching you should definitely uh check out his youtube channel because he also if you got interested in like anything like behind the scenes or like you know uh tutorials and shit like that it's it's really really nice to see someone who is actually working in the field and still also putting stuff out like like his last episode was was uh was three weeks ago and so he's uploading monthly and uh you know that's certainly a good fallback considering the circumstances we're in right now. Exactly. Yeah, and so he uh he like just shot a video of that was four hours long. And uh he shows how he did it in actually fifty-three seconds. So it's kinda interesting. So. Yeah, he's got great content. He also has an entire BTS thing for I think it's the Annabelle movie he shot. Creation. And it's just it's great. Good yeah, dude. That was good. So uh we're done with this one. Good yeah, yeah. as well. I like it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we got Nosferatu the Vampire from 1979, directed by Werner Herzog. Or Werner Herzog, if you want to be professional. Werner Herzog, show me your papers. Herzog. Herzog. I knew a Jacob Herzog in high school. Nice. That's Faintly. Nice. He was one of the popular kids, so I didn't talk to him a lot. Well, Jacob, if you're watching this, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, <laughs> no he's, he's cool. He's cool people. He's good people. No, go I don't yourself, think Jacob. so. Yeah, Jacob. No, he's, he's good people. Uh, Human Jacob, garbage. Do me a favor. 
Suck Great. my dick. Oh, cool. Great. <laughs> cool. Another. You're going to get your ass kicked, bro. Your ass is mine. It's a different time back then. Work. But yeah, let's get into Nosferatu, maybe? Maybe. Nosferatu. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Nosferatu, the vampire. Based off Bram Stoker's Dracula, this remake of the F.W. Murnau classic follows real estate agent Jonathan Harker traveled to the far-off country of Transylvania for a meeting with the mysterious Count Dracula. Not long after arriving, he sees the Count for what he is, a monster that feeds on blood and with the intent on spreading the Black Plague among the populace. He must stop him before he succumbs to a fate worse than death. And I would like to point out that I almost picked the house that Jack built, even though I picked Nosferatu, I still got the actor Bruno Gons in the movie. Really? He's in both. Oh, that's right. What? Who's he play? In? He, oh, he plays Harker. Harker. Okay. What did you guys think of this movie? I thought it was weird. Ryan, this is one of your favorites, isn't it? I love this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see why. Yeah, <laughs> I can see why. I. It's I gothic. It's eerie. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. It's also it, goofy. Dude, it's a little it goofy. goofy. It's, got a, but, it's got some goof to it. Dude, the opening, yeah. the opening scene for this film is marvelous. Yeah. Don't you love it? It's so good. Like, <laughs> What was the, the opening scene? With all the fucking carcasses. Yeah, that was weird. Those look like real carcasses. Or corpses. I believe they are. According to knowledge on the movie, apparently they went to an actual place where there were... Just dead people around, and they it's actually like shot that. God, what a Great. psychopath, Vanna Herzog. But dude, dude, those visuals mixed with the the score, it's oh, so yeah. haunting, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, so good. Yeah, and then the movie begins, and it feels like the film took Dramamine or something. It's it's such a sedated kind of narrative. It works. You in... can tell he likes documentaries. Yeah, it, like the the acting is kind of at a kind of a sedated as it were there there, a lot of restraint a lot of restraint in the acting yeah that is because herzog told them to he wanted this to be an actual spiritual remake of the 1920s nosferatu yeah and he had stilted actors and movements due to him wanting it to be respectful to the original yep that's what i i assumed and okay. also the dubbing and a lot of the dialogue is not good because English is not their first language, but Herzog received a lot of money from Warner Bros and they wanted an American version. So he shot the movie a couple times and he shot it dubbed. So mm-hmm. uh, I tell, I'll tell you one thing that I did not like about this movie. I don't like that fucking laughy guy. Dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of him. What is it? Reinfield? Is that his name? Renfield. Yeah, Renfield. I'm not a fan of him. <laughs> That's the most annoying interpretation of Renfield I've ever seen. They gave him a Joker laugh, essentially. They gave him that condition that Joker has, and it's 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 kind of grating. I mean, they didn't give him that. He's okay, no, insane. but it's it struck me as that same condition. I don't I don't know the exact. I don't remember the name of that condition Joker had, but it's a real condition. So I'm just using I can that tell you he does not have that condition in this movie. As Ooh. he's from the start of the movie, you don't see when Renfield goes to meet Dracula, yeah. like in the other ones. In this That's... one, 
it's after that, and he's already insane from the start. And that okay. way, are you saying Renfield of... took Joker's laugh? I did not say it took Joker's laugh. I'm using Is this it confirmed. No, I'm not saying that. It's somebody look this up. I'm using it as reference. As whatever, man. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's what confused me a lot. There's a lot. There's some. I felt there was some plot holes going on because they didn't explicitly explain some of these details. Renfield, well, yeah, like there's that. They don't do a good job of explaining. Um, what's her name, Lucy? They don't do a good job of her. Like, why is she crumbling things into a coffin? And there's yeah. a lot of things. A lot of things they didn't explain that were in the 1920s that they kept, and I felt he could have changed. But well, that's interesting because I actually I watched this the original movie today actually just to draw a comparison and i'll give hers like this he was very faithful at recreating the set pieces and the overall look of the movie but so there's some stuff he added that just kind of i don't know i don't think it needed to be there or some stuff didn't need to be there other stuff could use more explanation the, mm -hmm. those those crumbling things like like you said earlier those i don't know what those are maybe those are Maybe that's the body of Christ that she's crumbling up and I think so that's on. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And also, this remake focuses more on the Black Death as aspect. And at a point... I love it, that. Well, oh, yeah. it's it's neat on its own, but this is a Dracula movie. It kind of draws the focus away. I mean, that was a huge point in the original in the 1920s. They just didn't do it. I didn't yeah. care at all about the, the, the Black Death at all. I didn't think it focused too much on that. I, I don't think that I don't think that it fo I I don't necessarily agree that it focused too much, but I do agree that when it was mentioned, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Where is vampire? Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I didn't care See, at all. That is the um. That's definitely a difference in opinion because I can totally get why it's like, okay, that's not vampire related. Why are we talking about it? Yeah. But in the original, it's brought that he brought the plague with him, and it's symbolizing mm -hmm. that his presence destroys civilizations. Okay. And the reason Herzog focused so much on it, in an interview I watched with him, he explained that making it more about the medical side is more real. Having it on a disease is more real and tangible than having a fear of a vampire. That makes sense. I, yeah. I that makes sense. I haven't seen the original, so I'm not I'm not sure. Well, it's okay. The respect there, but I think they, I think they get too much into the medical of it. Maybe not too much. Well, okay. So. It's just simply once the Black Death took hold of the setting, Dracula disappears out for a bit, and he doesn't show up again for another few minutes. A bit longer sure. than he should have. Mm -hmm. You can tell that they knew that too, because when he's reintroduced, the shot of him through the window just lingers. They knew he was gone for a fat minute. Yeah, yeah, and really, vamp vampires can still be scary. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe. Probably because it's it's just it's just my opinion, but vampire can still be as scary if he's he's certainly doing it. The guy playing Drac Klaus Klins Klaus Kinski, he's he's pretty good. He's no Max Shrek's, but he gets he gets the job done. I absolutely love his performance. Yeah, it's so too. unnerving. I, the dining scene when oh, yeah. oh. Parker <laughs> first arrives and the moment. Okay. We'll get on camera work later, but oh, the yeah. scene where he stands up and sucks his blood, and then 
he just stands there and they just hold eye contact. I was like, oh my God, the tension. Yeah. And then he just flips a chair and just proceeds <laughs> to pursue him through the house to a new lighting setup. I was like, yeah, this is so intense. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I have to admit. It does have its unnerving tension when it comes around and it's just really well done. I, I was I was actually getting spooked in those parts. Oh, I'm I'm realizing so I'm I'm. I'm. Uh, I have the original on. I'm watching the original as we're talking right now with the sound nice. off because I mean it's a silent film. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but they. Sh- I'm pretty sure they shot at the same location. No, it, I don't, it didn't look like it. They shot, they shot it in Amsterdam, right? I don't remember actually. That's that's one thing that I did want to bring up that I didn't. The location felt weird to me. Um, it definitely. It definitely felt like they shot it. Uh, it definitely feels like they shot it in 1970s Europe and not like 1800s yes. Europe. Because there's yes. like, if you like look at the scene where everyone's just kind of like, yeah, fuck it, the Black Death's here. Like, and they're just like enjoying <laughs> all the rats and shit and throwing their food at the rats. Like, there's trees that have like the plastic like holders on them so they they grow mm-hmm. straight. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't around in the 1800s, uh, you know? <laughs> so, dude, like, the funny thing. That's part of Herzog's own fault because he is such a quote unquote guerrilla filmmaker and he's very he's very illegal in a lot of his filming. The scene oh, yeah. where they were releasing the rats um on the empty town, there uh-huh. was a police car that was harassing the crew during the shoot and they were like, You guys can't be doing this, you gotta vacate this time. And Herzog's like, Okay, 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 tells him to go somewhere else. When they left, he made a stink bomb and threw it into the police car. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. I was wondering how they were going to get all those rats back on the back on set because they were just wandering off. I was like, dude, dude that's, that's going to make such a problem. <laughs> yeah, I had so much anxiety. It took me out of the movie. I'm like, you got a rat wrangler or hey. what's going on with these <laughs> guys? They fall too. in the I water. Like, I was like, how the fuck do you guys get these bitches in there? Could this movie afford a rat wrangler? Yeah. There's the scary part. Probably not. We should we should we should scale back to like the towards the beginning of the film. Um, John's like traveled to Dracula's castle. Oh, that's pretty sweet. The way that Herzog mm. captures environments, he leaves nothing to waste, and you can tell through his documentary filmmaking um, that he just the way he captures these environments and his landscapes is truly, truly beautiful. Good. The shot it of is. the mountains with the clouds. Yes, that's one forever. note. That's yep. one note that I he had. He really wanted that shot in there, I guess. But even just like just other shots of John walking around, I was just like blown away. And mixing, you know, um, uh, tripod shots with handheld movement, it just, oh man, I don't know. I haven't seen many movies <laughs> in this era pull off so well. It's quite it, beautiful. I'm glad a... you dug it. There's a thing though that it, it's great camera work. I don't want to harp on the great camera work train. Would it, does a gothic horror movie necessitate the documentary film style? I'm not saying no one can Doesn't try matter. different styles. I don't. Th- maybe th- hmm. I don't. Know, I'm just thinking about it. I, I will say there are bits of the camera work that I, they make me cringe and almost die. There's um. There's a scene when he goes to meet the. I think it's like the little gypsy town. Mm-hmm. There's a shot where the camera's panning from right to left when Harker's looking at the people watching him in the place when he mentions Dracula. 
Oh, yeah. The camera pans very shakily, is not in focus, shifts focus to the wrong person, and then corrects itself. <laughs> and the person it's focused on is literally looking like at people off camera, and you can tell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But that's also work with like non actors. And <clears throat> I mean, that's a know, good point. Working on film where you just can't look over the footage again. It's, it just like makes me feel like that's the job of the director to do that and like make sure it comes out right. But yeah. And I do have empathy because uh, I just watched something with Herzog and he said that the people that spoke another language, the gypsies, he mm-hmm. did not know what language they were speaking and they had no translator. And they were just real foreign people for him. And he says to this day, he doesn't know what they said in the film. (laughs) That's what it feels like, honestly. But it adds so much realist uh, authenticity to it. You could tell they were just like really living in that village. Adding to the documentary feel of the whole thing. Uh, It's it's in those ports, I think, though. I kind of wish the movie moved along a little more. This thing, this movie felt slow. It felt kind of slow. slow. You can but, tell it was written and structured in an outdated writing method. You can tell instantly. Sure, absolutely. And uh, it, it, it always amazes me when I watch a movie this slow, you get to a certain point late in the game, you think more what happened by then, but you realize, oh, there's 45 minutes left. What? Um, mm. <laughs> so it kind of threw me for a loop a bit. It, it, definitely, it definitely starts off slow, too. It kind of builds up to it in in we don't really meet dracula until i think it was like the 35 40 minute mark or something like that mm-hmm. and that that for me at least was a little uh, it was a little slow build up but when i finally met him i was kind of like oh shit <laughs> down and then they and then they go into it immediately they're like all right this dude met this he met this guy like i also thought the introduction was going to be a little different like mm-hmm. It just kind of opens the door, and I was like, yeah. hey, you know, a little anticlimactic. And then, but then he's like, "Oh, I'm cutting this bread," and then cuts his finger, and then he's like, "Let me suck that thumb of yours before, <laughs> you know, you'll get you'll get poisoning." Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll get poisoning. It's like, oh, it's hardly a scratch. <laughs> I was also I was digging that build up a little bit. I'm a, I may say, uh, kind of a kind of dour compared to the original, but it was still neat. They expanded a little bit on Harker and Lucy's relationship. There's some kind of there's some kind of uh, droopiness going on. They decide to take a walk on the beach. She she cares for his safety. I will say Lucy strangely became my favorite character in in this movie. She's good. Okay, yeah, they don't they don't touch on the. T- pseudo psychic aspect a bunch but i i was still digging it and there's a scene... what psychic aspect well she has like she has these premonitions or she gets she has bad dreams or whatever i i took it as psychicism or something that's how i kind of saw it too a little Telekinesis. bit because there's that one scene where she yells out for john and dracula as he's biting on john's neck in his castle yeah. she he like looks up and like can yeah. sense something and the movie... i can see that I would interpret it as since Herzog made the movie, I would interpret it as the metaphorical connection that she knows what's going on even without being with him. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. but also Dracula's reaction to it too. Well, however you spin and I dug it and there's a scene toward the end of the movie. Uh she she's like honestly a fucking badass and I was I did not expect it. It was my favorite scene in the whole movie. Like hell yes, let's 
I want to. I, why aren't I riding with this character the whole time? Yeah, she she kind of she kind of plays his ass too. Man yeah, thinking with, his, thinking with his vampire dick and not his vampire brain. No, yeah, she <laughs> schools him in that bathroom there, and she reveals that cross. He and then he's like, "Good night, sir." So I'm like, "Good night, sir." Good night, sir. Have a good, good night. night, sir. Not like have a that. Nice, have a nice rest, that chap. Not like that. It's more dramatic. Epic. Yeah. No, you, get, you get what I'm saying? I get, yes. what, I get what you're saying. Good. Great. I, 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 liked, I liked that character. She did a little too much, though. She was just kind of the worried wife throughout most of it. Yeah. Um, which, you know, so. but she, um, for one thing, she played. Uh, being horrified extremely well her eyes are yeah. just like like <laughs> she can She's open those babies impressive. so wide yeah <laughs> she really open them motherfuckers like, whoa mama <laughs> remind me of italian horror a couple different times yeah. more more lucio fulci than dario argento thank god uh yeah there are different times i was reminded of italian horror there's a certain kind of mood it builds up kind of the supernatural premonition feel you see it a lot in Fulci's movies like Zombie or The Beyond. Like, doom is coming to humanity, and it's just a matter of bracing yourself when that day comes. That kind of feeling. I was I was getting into that. Oh, what else? There's also, yeah, the music we touched on before. There's a kind, it gets kind of redundant at a point. I feel like they use the same track four or five times in a row. It's just like a couple that I remember. There's one that's a bit more uplifting, a bit more on the. Yeah. Yeah, and then the one that's just a bit more haunting. There's only a few that I remember. I don't remember much of the music. I know there's a shot of the empty town square and the people are walking with the cat, the coffins. Yeah. Oof. I, I was in the middle of saying something during that scene and I shut up and just watched. I was like, I'm <laughs> silent. The music is landing just right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what part made me laugh a lot? <laughs> uh, so... Okay, for, so Dracula just rode out with his black coffins, and Harker's trapped in the castle. He has to make a makeshift rope out of bedsheets to get out through the window on a high story. He drops to the ground, and then it cuts to the next morning. He knocked himself out, dropping to the ground. <laughs> the timing on the editing was had to be intentional, had to be comedy. And if it was, Probably. bad choice, because it broke the tone, and I laughed a lot. Dude. There is a scene. So you're talking about when when I, I said something to Ryan about it last night. But uh, there's a scene where he first gets to what's this place called? It's called Castle Vernon. Dragon. No, no, no. Like this town they're living in. Oh, is it still Bra- Bremen or something? No, it's it started with a V. Uh, or an F or some shit. Let's see. It was a V. All right, let's see. What's it called? The town it's that John called Verna, a house in Verna. Oh. Sell him a house in Verna, where he lives. Um. So, when Dracula first gets there, he's like all like you know being all big and and <laughs> theatric, and he's bringing out his uh coffins full of uh full of plague ridden rats and shit. Um, but he goes and like drops it off at like for some reason this dude's like oh I'm gonna go to a church. And so he like drops this off at a church, and as soon as he's done dropping off the fucking the the coffin, he sees a uh, he sees like, <laughs> a fucking like crucifix on the yeah. wall, yeah. and he like 
at it and like, <laughs> like dances his way out of it and that took me out i'm like i was that supposed to be fucking hilarious it, it felt like it felt like um um uh, what we do in the shadows type like yeah. it was it was so oh man i was i was <laughs> laughing laughing <laughs> was, I mean, wasn't it the cemetery, the small chapel in there that was abandoned? Yeah, that must have been it. Yeah, but yeah. Regardless, he's like he sees the cross and he goes ah, he like does this big like like it was almost like uh like an opera move like very much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of the stuff definitely did not translate to the seven. It's goofy, well. and I'm cool with it. You know, it was it was funny. Yeah. I had a chuckle watching him. He's like, there's this great shot of him right at the camera. The composition is incredible with these lights leading to his head. Yeah, off the side. So good. And then he turns around and frolics away, and I was... Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just, like, running around the town. I wasn't sure entirely what the point of that was, but that... He's, like, running like Waluigi. Up. Like, and it lasts for a while too. There's a scene where he just like runs off, and then he, he just he goes his somewhere. Arms out. Yeah, yeah he, he goes somewhere, and then he runs back towards the camera a little bit, and then back to like. <laughs> it's like a and it's like minute and a half long scene of this dude just like skipping. If like if it stayed there, I'm pretty sure again with Herzog metaphorical, he can just like be free in the town because he's killing everyone. Uh-huh. But like, did not translate. No. Also less forgivable because they did it twice, right? Yes. yes. So they do it the one time and then they do it again with Renfield. He laughs at the camera and then scurries away, <laughs> ideally like a mental patient. So I guess it worked. But dude. Yeah, but goofy. Renfield just disappears after that, never to be seen again. No, he gets he's, he's, he comes back and and then he goes to Dracula and he's like kissing on him and shit. And Dracula's dude. like, uh, go away. Yeah. Oh, he rubbed his head on him like a cat and like, hey, can I do this? Hey, can I uh, bump? Can I do that? Like, bump? And he's just trying it out. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, well, th- and then he pieces out. I feel like he just yeah. disappeared at a point. That yeah, or he Dracula just is just like, hey, yeah, go go over there and just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, master. <laughs> so it's funny. You mentioned Herzog wanted to stay true to the remake in terms of like the acting quality and compositions and so forth. Uh, I'm not sure about that because I think the the original had more broad acting. Granted, silent movie, you got to take everything up a little higher, a couple notches. But I felt the acting in the original was more animated and I could get into the characters a little bit more. This is everyone just felt like they were sleepwalking sometimes. Like you just said it though, they're more animated because it was a silent film. Okay, yes, but <laughs> other than th- other than that, when she wasn't sleepwalking. But I mean, yeah, and like you just said, why it's they were more animated in the silent film because it was a silent film. Yeah, well, I thought well, I thought you said Herzog wanted to stay true to the stilted acting of the original or something. It is. Oh, well, animation doesn't mean stilted. I don't know. Um. I don't, I don't I, understand your point. The silent era, when they're delivering dialogue, it is as stilted as possible. And oh, when and they need to, dialogue. when they need to emote an emotion, you literally can't say it or show I, it. You have to display it. I, I, I missed the, I forgot the delivering dialogue aspect of it. No worries, Ryan. Why, Ryan, why do you love this film so much? The gothic imagery. That's it. I love the gothic imagery. 
I love the story of Nosferatu. I, I just, I originally did not like the story of Dracula or Count Orlock, which, why? strangely enough, he's Dracula in this, even though it's named after the one where he's Count Orlock. Yeah. That's, that's some meta nonsense no one needs to worry about. But I originally did not like the idea because I was like, he's selling a vampire a house in real estate. This is so stupid. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is so stupid. And once I accepted it, I was like, okay, that's not so bad. Uh, interesting to give him buck teeth instead of the usual fangs. It was again the rat inspiration. It was the rat inspiration, also the uh, the uh, the original as well had it. Yeah, but I feel like it translated better in that movie. Why? Uh. I get. I don't know. I guess the rat inspiration does make sense, and it's not too jarring. Yeah, Dracula's different. He's yeah. put it mildly. So I, I'm not sure really. It's just if you if you thought about it, if you saw it at first glance without context, like a vampire with buck teeth. What the? F- this guy's a weirdo. Well, it looks pretty much. It looks pretty similar to the 1922 one. The yeah. way his teeth are, because they're mm-hmm. also the big yeah. long front teeth. I wonder if they uh if they they thought vampire teeth were like that uh back in the day like you know back in like the 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 teens and 20s um or I wonder if they had to do that practicality because it wasn't able to be shown as well if the canines were extended you know what I mean I'm so not like the I'm... false set of teeth they have they're like okay well if we show it on the the two uh the two front teeth and if they're sharp that way then that would make it way easier to show than if it was just like the canine teeth which are that are covered a lot of the time you know what i mean well yeah it could be that but thinking on that thought you had the hammer films a decade prior and christopher lee really got to show off those fangs every now and again well i'm I'm talking about i'm talking about the uh, the original nosferatu like, cause this, I think, th- I think he's paying a like homage to, uh, yeah, yeah. To the original. So. I don't know. I guess, I guess I just had, I guess my thoughts just got to skew there for a second, but just the idea of a vampire with buck teeth. It sounds, yeah, it's, a little, it's a little goofy. It is a little, the, this movie is definitely, this movie's got some like goof to it for sure. I like the, I like the teeth in the front. I really think he comes off as like this, like grotesque rat person. Yeah. I just, yeah. I love it. It does work. It I works. like the and, Yeah. And with the hunchback, good transition. The, I put some pictures. There's a scene of the 1920s, one of him walking through a door and a scene of him at the window. What did you think of the scene recreations in this were one? The, were there scene recreations? The shots. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. The one him walking. Yeah, the I'm, I have two gifts in the ch- in the. Yeah, I'm looking at right now. He I don't. I, them. The window one I absolutely remember, but the doorway one I do not. The doorway one is pulled back more with the bed on the left to show okay. Parker they, in it. I. It's not a total recreation. Shot. They uh, manipulate. No, it's a spiritual remake. That's okay. like that's what I said at the start. Nosferatu gotcha. the vampire is Herzog's spiritual remake of Nosferatu because he believes that the Germans did not have an iconic film yet in terms okay. of like the modern it's modern being seventies, but in terms of the modern era, uh, Herzog said that he believed the Germans did not have any modern filmmaker to look up to. So we figured remaking this old German film 
and making it their own vision is he thought it was important for the German people. I gotcha. I guess I guess I'm not I guess I wasn't just gripping with that spiritual successor aspect of it. So I I can I can I can get behind that now, yeah. So, yeah, the shop recreations were pretty good for their for their modern take. He he definitely um does a great job recreating the like expressionistic lighting and shadow work. Like oh, there are so yeah. many shots where Dracula's entire torso is drenched in the darkness and all you can make out is his face <laughs> and his hand and, and his hands. And like usually in a film, you'd be like, oh shit, we need to like fix that. But <laughs> because he's so pale in this, it just it adds such a creepy feeling. Um, but like that one shot where he comes through the doorway and John Dude. is in bed, just like sitting up, ready to like <laughs> like a cat. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my word. And there's like that part where he Dracula comes in with his hands up, and it feels like that's gonna like it's a theater scene like he's gonna bring his hands up and then curtains fall or something but like there's certain movements in that that feel like theater work yeah and i think they do kind of i think they translate pretty well even if it comes off it's a little strange it definitely comes off strange like it's i feel like we are at the point where old films and i'm not this is not discrediting movies i know how some people are going to take it Oh, but I feel we are at a point where old movies are getting outdated and they yeah. feel you can feel it at this point. It's like, wow, that has aged and it's showing very bad now. That's that is my that is my feeling with a lot of like the 1980s movies, unfortunately. Of course, yeah, wow. that's how you feel. OK, so <laughs> old movies, you were talking te- so-called modern movies from the 70s onward. I would say mo- for me, modern is like, is well, like, I was talking to Ryan, like what was oh. what, your definition of old movies, like from the seventies onward, the more recent, my, my definition of an old movie would probably be black and white. Okay. Black and white and anything before the colored era. Are we including? Are I mean, like, I say that, but then I'm like, dude, there's some really bad 70s movies that used to be good. Now they're like, well, there's yeah. black and white 60s films, black and white. Well, there's going to be are, bad movies no matter which decade you lived. I know, but I mean, even movies that were like considered good, like, I'll see them and I'll be like, that acting's weird. Their okay. dialogue isn't good. This is structured in a way that doesn't work anymore. Mm. I'm it just, is. I'm kidding. I guess context is a big thing. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I didn't like in this movie? Uh, Van Helsing. He was oh, yeah. not himself. <laughs> I was really bitter about that. Maybe it's because I'm a big Peter Cushing fan, or I just know the character of Van Helsing by now, but this was not Van Helsing. He, he was a skeptic. He didn't believe any of the vampire stuff, and he, he stakes him at the end, sure, but missed opportunity for special effects. There's All you get is a bloody stick. That's it. It was fucking red. Like red, 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 red. See, that's again old movie blood. It's it's so outdated, it doesn't yeah. work at this point. I think Maybe. just even the character himself, he's so li- lifeless. There's nothing to he's him. not good. Yeah. He's, he's not good. Van Helsing wasn't perfect in the original either, but he Oops. wasn't this is this thing's extra because he's more prominent in this remake, and they did him dirty. Dude, that old frail dude that takes him to jail. <laughs> <laughs> crying out loud and they want to arrest him i was 
week, dude. That little man. You want me to take him to jail with what? <laughs> so funny, dude. That that is so pathetic. You arrest Van Helsing. That's stupid. He only just killed the most dangerous supernatural creature. The man responsible for bringing the disease to humanity. And you want to arrest his ass? Well, they, they didn't know Bullshit. that. Yeah, they didn't know that. Well, yeah. When does the movie Bullshit. take you see someone get stabbed what are you gonna assume you're that's the kind of it it's the end okay. of the road death penalty well, well had had van helsing had van helsing been not this van helsing i wouldn't have had taken big issue with it yeah man what happened to van helsing the fucking the vampire slayer hugh jackman yeah. what happened yeah, to hugh yeah what happened to hugh jackman helsing huh where's that honestly i meant his yeah. auto crossbow the oh. heck even that's stretching it. He's got nothing on Cushing, dude. Van Helsing. Somebody pick Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. I want to watch that Chase, movie. Chase, what were you going to say? I, I want to watch uh, it too. Nothing. I wasn't going to say anything, actually. Oh. Uh, no, nope. I wasn't going to say that I actually enjoyed uh, Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing when I was a kid. Oh, hey, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that someone picks it so we can watch it again. And by we, I mean my I. I want I to was watch gonna, it again. I was going to pick it at some point. I don't know what you're Do talking it. about. All right. Yeah. So with uh, Nosferatu dying, I love his death scene so much. Yes. I can't put it into words. Watching him look at the sunlight, go blind instantly, <laughs> and then have a seizure and die and curl up on the floor like a spider. That's yeah. one of my favorite. And then the shot of Van Helsing checking on Lucy and he's just curled up in the background. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I Honestly, the fucking the dubbing of that scene freaked me out more than the actual visuals. The breathing? Yeah, him oh. breathing, obviously not matching up with the breathing that's going on. <laughs> yeah, my brain registers that. It's like, this is not correctly dubbed. And then I keep watching, I'm like, and it's making me really uncomfortable. Yeah, I was... So mission accomplished. Yeah, absolutely. I I thought his death scene was weak. Because, again, it's a modern movie. You got a bigger budget. You could do special effects. Did the you old... want him to blow up? No, I want him to burn to ashes or something. Get some smoke and embers in there uh, I, don't, I don't know he just curls up and dies he shrivels i mean up. he's not technically dead if you go by like old german vampire stuff he's not dead he's paralyzed until the sun's gone okay or and, until they get or, the stake into his heart that's right. when you actually kill him that's the only way to kill him see right. i think that's part of my issue with my experience i'm still thinking the traditional western version of an of a vampire uh, they burn to ashes in sunlight, or you gotta stake them, and then they burn to ashes. It just I got that mindset too much. I need, I clearly I need to do some research and put myself in a different space. Dude, yeah, there, we should watch uh, something with Chinese vampires. They aren't allowed to walk; they only hop. Oh my That's god! That's the only movement dude. they allow. What? And the only way to stop a Chinese vampire is to drop rice on the ground. They have to collect each one and count it. I watched Robo Vampire. Uh, oh, no. it's like it's like RoboCop, but vam- oh, no. Chinese vampires and they hop around. Ch- it's it's hilarious. <laughs> what do you recommend it? No, I fell asleep. Good, but maybe check it out because the cover has RoboCop on the front, <laughs> or something that looks like RoboCop. And yeah, essentially. But, that's goofy. The Chinese yeah. hopping vampire. Oh my god. There was, yeah, one dude. I, there was one I wanted to watch called Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. It's a kung fu martial arts horror movie with Peter Cushing. 
and yeah, there's there's martial arts fighting, and Peter Cushing's still acting his ass off in a vampire movie, a schlocky one, one of the schlockier ones. <laughs> and I gotta see it. it. I need the best of both worlds. Peter four twenty Cushing. No <laughs> smoke up. Ruined his name, dude. <laughs> Why did that have to happen? God damn it! Hey, it's what I do best. <laughs> What I do, I ruin names. Fuck. So how about ratings? Let's get to I ratings. My name. It's what I, it's I what I do be do. <laughs> uh, got ratings in this bitch. What about the ratings? Well, are we done yet? Are we done? <laughs> I'm kidding around. I gotta say that last scene or the scene where they're all in the town dancing around eating dinner with the rats. I love that. Yeah, it was I love of... that scene. I love how they're like, they're like, fuck it, whatever. We're all, I know. We all have it. <laughs> we all have the plague. We might as well enjoy it. It's like, uh, it's like everyone in Florida with Corona. They're like, fuck it. <laughs> we all got it. <laughs> yeah, might as well. I, I was scratching my head. You could have just spritzed those little fuckers with alcohol and throw a candle on them. There. Solve a lot of your problem. Right? No. I mean, no. kill the rats. Burn the rats. That's true. How do you know burning them wouldn't like turn the plague into the smoke coming yeah. from the rats and then blow into another country or something? They wouldn't. They couldn't know that. How could they know that? Primitive science back then. Primitive That's thought process. Exactly. How would they know killing them would fix it? Well, try I mean, it. Don't just. What are they gonna do with the people that died from it though? Like burn the bodies. They always burned the bodies, didn't they? They weren't wearing they... masks, dude. They didn't even have their masks on masks have nothing to do with it listen if i'm going to the grocery store in a mask <laughs> everyone's wearing a mask i'm just saying they could have just not acted like complete fools and tried to deal with the problem i think the whole it's kind of surreal i kind of like it it doesn't really make sense but like yeah and the, i don't know and the fucked up thing is i get it, it was surreal <laughs> do you think you would have liked it more if it were more german expressionism me? It was much more exaggerated. No, Nick. And oh. it was much more exaggerated. And then that behavior. Like, you're saying you didn't like the stilted acting. But when they do it, you're like, this is hammy and doesn't work. I, I guess, uh, yeah. I guess I just have a confused opinion on this so far. I, I, I'm, the- I'm confused as well. Because you like, you like, like, the over-the-top 80s acting, too. Where it's no, like... That's, that's, no, that's... It's no, about that's, context. No, no, no. That... Not all 80s acting is bad, for one thing, and also I. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad at all. Stilted, I guess. Stilted, yeah. I get. I guess I'm just confused. There's things I like in this movie, and there's things I just don't click with as much. I, and on the German expressionism thing, I'm not sure. I don't watch a lot of German expressionist cinema, so I have to get better feel for that atmosphere for that style so i feel like that would have made you appreciate this more because not in the terms of like you didn't like this but in terms of if this were shot as a german expressionist film i think you would have this would have clicked more because right now it's filmed like as a 70s movie with german surreal expressionist performance yeah and i think if everything else matched the performances you would have been more like this works for my brain yes the way I see it, the movie is trying to play it straight, but it can't help but draw comedic attention to itself unintentionally. Or just... Yeah, it just insane. hasn't aged well. Insane. Yeah, this movie just hasn't aged well. That's it. Mm. Huh, I don't know why it was that hard for me to say, but yeah. Let That's how I feel. Dude, I want to watch this fucking Van Helsing movie. <laughs> me too. 
Yeah. I'm so down to review that one sometime. Watch a live stream of us watching Van Helsing. <laughs> I don't know if that's legal. Maybe we just show our faces and then we have the audio stupid loud so they can hear it. <laughs> or or you just record the audio and have the people sync it up with their copies at home. Ooh, that's kind of fun. That's, that's what that is what Riff Tracks does with their commentaries. Riff Tracks are the guys, the original three guys that made mystery science theater 3000 they i don't know if i want to do that actually no 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 no. but that it's the same it's just the process think about the process not what they do they am i gonna sit and butcher a movie i don't want to do that on oh, camera mystery science no theater. well they don't butcher a movie they just they just make jokes and point out the uh, funny things about it that's why i don't like the exorcist though my friends made jokes and now i'm like i can't watch it seriously. oh that's why okay every time i've recommended mystery science theater I, that must be why that must be why. My yeah, theory. I can't do comedy commentary on films. I I love science theater. Well, the thing is, the movies they covered on that show they were really terrible. A lot of them were super shitty. So it didn't matter if you missed dialogue or plot points. You're focused on the jokes and the, what the movie can do to supply such jokes. Hey, am I watching a movie or a stand-up routine? Am I right? Come on. <laughs> hey, we've all cracked jokes during the movie at one point or another. Of course. That's true. So it, it's that. It's that experience. And they do skits in, in, in between the... Uh, but I'd, I'd much rather do that with friends than, like, people I don't know, because then I get the humor. I Trust me, if, if you tried one episode, I think you might get a kick out of it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm sure I would. To, a, to an extent. I'm sure I would. Maybe. I like... That's, that's what I like to do an episode. I like to do an episode of that at some point i want to i want to get you guys to watch one science theater episode and i want to hear your reactions we should react to a mystery science theater episode we should roast a science theater episode no put their jokes up for debate just like they're putting the movie up for debate they they're not the movies are clearly awful is it just what like cinemas their commentary is clearly oh what is it just like cinema sins? Is that essentially Hell what they do? no. Oh. Hell All right. no. Oh, you don't like, I'm sorry. You don't like cinema sins? I hate cinema sins. They're garbage. What? For what reason? Yeah, for what? They're dope. <laughs> no, they're not. Their jokes are terrible. He jokes about his dick and stalking his college girlfriend all the time. And and he just points bro, out. Mean, that's not relatable. <laughs> it's annoying. Well, for me, He's... bro. He points out things that are happening on the screen and calls them flaws of the movie. Their criticisms are flat out just bad. Yeah, and they 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 have this weird thing. They'll well, they'll hate something they like in the movie, and if the public doesn't really really doesn't like a movie, they'll play up the hate toward the movie, even if it doesn't make sense. And if uh people like the movie, they'll downplay the hate, but they'll still find something wrong just so they can get at least 10 minutes of video so they can get their mid-roll ads out it's it's fucked it's bullshit are we talking about mystery science theater or cinema sins cinema sins Fuck that sounds very similar <laughs> yeah it's no they're not science theater is way more intelligent humor and all around holds up better i don't know how cinema sins got millions of subscribers actually Granted, I watched them for a bit, but after a point, you you catch on to the crap, and and it's, it's I'm just I'm just sick of it. 
and really he's just negative all the time i hate negativity i don't want to be watching negativity why would you want to stick around for negativity because it's dope no it's not <laughs> it's not good for your health you need to you need to surround yourself with positivity and really build build up those spirits big agree big agree i watched i watched the i i like i like them i like the movies if i see a movie that i'm like oh i didn't like that movie then i see them i see them talk about it but if something like you know they did one for midsummer and i was like they're getting stupid things and i thought all the stupid things they were calling was was kind of funny broke it out of here i thought i know i guess i'll uh, guess i'll just fucking leave even the movies i don't like that they covered i i just i just hate his voice too his voice is so annoying i just want to punch him in the head god so uh based on that what would you guys cinema sins we're coming for you (laughs) what's cinema sins rating yeah what's your final thoughts on cinema sins um zero they don't deserve to be a thing anymore the joke has run out cut it out all right, that's your final word on CinemaSins. Victor, what's your final rating on CinemaSins? Uh, I'll give them half star. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna put your head on a silver platter. That's what I'm going to do to CinemaSins. And uh, Chase? Uh, I'm, giving them, I'm giving them two and a half. I don't dislike them. I'm subscribed to them, but I don't, I don't watch a lot of it. I'll watch yeah. the occasional video, but I'm not, like a, I'm not like a diehard. But I think some of Shit, this kind of funny. Then you should unsubscribe. It's not. It doesn't cost anything. <laughs> Still, why, why, why would I? That, I mean, you don't need that junk in your inbox, dude. I'm subscribed to like fucking Riley Reed. I don't need <laughs> my <laughs> Riley Reed. You're fucking. Oh come weird. on, Nick. You are lying. I don't. I don't get too involved in internet culture. Okay. So. Okay. I'll show you. <laughs> you a link okay so, okay so my last word on <laughs> cinema sins i'm not gonna rate it and i'm gonna say i just haven't watched them in years so i can't form an opinion and, al- and also fucking what is it um this is here's your link they'll raise questions that'll be immediately oh, answered boy. if you just watch the movie it's it doesn't take it doesn't take a, a degree in rocket science to interpret what a movie is telling you just watch the fucking movie nick look click on my link why would I watch the movie when I have Mystery Science Theater to watch it for me? No, it's different. <laughs> How? It's people critiquing a movie in they're a comedic way. They're, they're not critiquing. They're making jokes. They're making fun. So is Cinema Sins. Cinema Sins is not serious at all. They're not making jokes. They're, they're if they are making jokes, it's really terrible jokes. But that is the joke. The joke is the movie is doing things okay. wrong, but it is not doing wrong. Well, that one is, clearly does a gimmick. One clearly does it better than the other. Debatable. I don't watch either, so I can't form an opinion, but debatable. Then we got to get a science theater in front of you. Uh, if we're doing that, the short film for that is a cinema sense. Well, I hate to break it to you, Nick, well, but... I, I won't be there on that episode. It only has 151,000 subscribers, and CinemaSins has 9... <laughs> Wait, what? Mystery wow. Theater 3000 only has one one uh it has 151,000 subscribers and <laughs> has 9 million. Who the fuck okay, is so... shit about how many subscribers? Nick, did you click on the link yet? Yeah, no, it, 
No, it keeps opening an Internet Explorer for some reason. It's taking forever to get up here. Oh, man. Oh, man. What seems to be the problem? I don't know. Okay. But, so, yeah, let's get back to Nosferatu, shall we? Yeah, final uh, ratings and stuff. I'll give Herzog's Nosferatu three and a half. I like a lot of stuff in it. I can appreciate what it's doing. But some things don't quite add up for me. Had it been done less a certain way and more another way, then I could appreciate it more. But yeah, the gothic scenery, the camera work, and some of the performances and a couple other standout set pieces, admirable stuff. It's not a, it's a decent horror remake as far as either emulating or sending out the original. Um, I'm going to give it a, uh, I'll give it a four. I was really into this film. Um, I think visually it's, it's pretty stunning. It's, it's my jam a hundred percent. The way in which Dracula's showcased is, is freaky and, uh, unnatural. And just his performance was not it Klaus, uh, Kinski, Linsky, yeah, Klaus Kinski. Klaus. Um, I think he does a pretty wonderful job. He's very sickly and just uh, there's something very off about his character and I, I love it. Um, I think, yeah, there's a few parts that really slow down for me and um, I'm not a huge fan of the way John transforms at the end of the film. It comes mm -hmm. off as a little corny for me. Um, but overall, it's it's pretty awesome. Thank you for recommending this, Ryan. I'm glad Yes, glad to have seen this because this, this is my first Dracula that I've seen on film. So, Ooh, I'm wait, pretty sure. Wait, I'm what? You never seen a Dracula movie before? I don't believe so. Mm, I've seen I've seen it in theater and whatnot, but not on film. Oh, wait. I don't. I don't think you didn't see the Universal one or any of the Hammer ones or even Coppola ones or the modern Dracula whatever's nothing Dracula. I mean, I've seen Dracula Untold. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, but that's all I can really think of at the moment that I've seen. But yeah. Yeah. It's great. Thank yeah. you. Actually, there's a scene in Dracula Untold, I will say, that's pretty fucking sweet. He dives off of like a tower and then turns oh. into like a flock of bats. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. That shit kind of went hard. Hmm. Yeah. It's more like a Castlevania movie than a dracula movie but hey isn't dracula in castlevania but there's a stylistically it's more action adventure it's more lord of the rings what are your thoughts chase final word um i i want i really want to give it a four like i really really do but i don't think i can so i think i'm giving it a three and a half i think i'm giving it a three and a half i enjoyed it but um there's just some stuff that just felt off um I don't think that if this is how Werner Herzog's movies are, I don't think I would be the biggest fan of his. Um, I just didn't, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of how, of the direction the movie took. Um, I thought visually it was fucking gorgeous. And I liked the way that they, they uh, use vignetting and stuff like that to, uh, to show the, the age uh, that they were trying to go for. Um I like that a lot. There, it's just some stuff that is, uh, it, it's it's the the low budget aspect of it kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was, uh, there is some shit in it that's actually really scary. Um, and, uh, you know, um, Klaus Kinski is, is just so fucking weird. And I, I thought his performance was really good, which makes it a better, better watch for me. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm gonna give it three and a half. I think, I think I'm, I think I'm solid with three and a half. It's a good rating. Nice. I'm a, I'm gonna go with a solid four. I love this movie. It's definitely slow and it's paced and written in an outdated format, which is very noticeable for me. But the visuals, the gothic style, at the atmosphere, the Dracula, the lighting, the hard lights in it, I just the visuals are so good for me, and the atmosphere is so good for me. And yeah, I like me some Herzog. Hmm. Nice. Well, what do you? What other Herzog movies would you recommend for starters like me? There, there's so many documentaries. I don't know where to start. I know, I know, Grizzly Man is a popular one. I mean, that's one of. I mean, there's like the famous. I don't remember the name, but it's like the Steamboat movie. But uh, oh, yeah, Fitz Carlotto. Yeah, that's like his his big one but the grizzly one is definitely one of his like his prime time documentary mm-hmm. a good one is uh into the abyss it has to do with uh death row inmates and interviews with them it's it's pretty poignant very good oh, okay. also lessons of darkness is pretty good too gotcha it's a bit more well, avant-garde documentary but uh the t- the topic it covers is is a uh, very very strong Word. I'm I'm looking at his filmography right now. Actually, okay, he he did a couple movies I heard about. I started watching Rescue Dawn at one point. It's a Christian Bale war movie where he's captured in Vietnam, and then there's Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans with Nicolas Cage. I hear that one's absolutely wild. Well, that that was a good pick. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, you got it. You got Victor it. Is uh, have you made your decision? I believe so. Uh, Whoa. Well, but let's get to the questions first. Okay. Oh, we got questions? We just I got two. None. I forgot to ask. <laughs> yeah, I asked like three hours ago. So, hey, wait, Riley um, reads a porn star, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Finally. She <laughs> that was pretty believable, Nick. We almost bought it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, ser- what? Dude, I, I don't go watching porn a whole lot. I don't re- I want to remember porn stars' names. What, you were 12 at one point? No, I'm not saying I wasn't 12 at one point, but shit, I don't go around remembering. What I don't know. Man, Riley Reed. Is, Riley Reed was one of the was was one of the first I was introduced to. Does your mom know about her? My mom? No, Nick's mom. Oh. Oh. She will now. It's on the she computer. She will now. <laughs> Nick, delete the history now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Back it up. Back, get it off. Get it off. Yep. Thanks for that. <laughs> We're just looking out for you. Okay, so we got two questions. This one is from someone that someone in the group may have a little heart hearts to heart to heart with. Ooh, heart heart emojis, heart what emojis. Do you, what do you mean? Kissy face. What do you from mean? Wiggle from Wiggles the Great. Oh, okay. Oh, I know her. I'm dating her. <laughs> so oh, you mean she... the rainbow the siege operator? The siege operator. Oh, huh? I guess Brian uh-huh. doesn't get anymore. Ryan doesn't get it anymore. Never mind. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. What's the question? So she asks, 
Have you sufficiently hydrated today? No. No. Where's your water? <laughs> God. How the, <laughs> how the I'm, fuck did she hear that? I've done good. That's directed at me. <clears throat> I've done good. good. I'm good. just getting back to it now. That's I had a, good. I had you a mild tear. Um, I'm just drinking one of my water bottles, and that's just all I've had today. I'm kind of amped up on rev up Italian sodas, so yeah. I had a mild, <sighs> I had a mild canker sore on my tongue today, oh. so I had to, I had to hydrate again. Good, good, man. Uh, on a canker sore is like dipping your dipping your balls in some glass. You know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any more questions? Yes, yeah, so we got one more. This is from War uh, War with Cinema, who, um, if you're hearing this, guys, uh, what's this? What are the names? Greg and uh, fuck, I forgot the other guy's name. God, God um, actually, we're gonna we might have them on next year. These guys, War oh, I, I went in contact with them, but um, they asked, "What's the worst sequel ever made?" Spider-Man Two. Sam Raimi. Really? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you bastard. Yes, yeah, same Yeah, I'll fuck kick it. your ass if you commit into that. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Twilight Four Part Two. There you go. Well, that was way better than the first one. What are you talking about? No, shit. You didn't think it was? Shit. I mean, they're all shit, but that one's the shittiest. What's really? the exact wording of the oh. question? The worst sequel ever. What worst is the worst ever sequel ever made? What is the worst sequel? Ever made. Ever made. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Maybe Halo 5. Oof. Oh, we're not just doing movies? Well, he did say I mean, he didn't sequel. specify. Shit. Halo 5 is pretty bad, but worse than Halo 4? I would say Halo 4 is the worst sequel. Even that has flourishes of goodness in there. I mean, I guess it definitely is worse than Halo 4 for sure. But like coming off the, coming off the backs of Halo Three though, God damn, Halo Three is a good fucking game. Well, oh, yeah, it's a good game. It's not my favorite, but it's good. Oh, Halo Two is my favorite game of all time. So, Reach was my game though. I love. Actually, Reach. I'm thinking I'm thinking Rocket League's moving up in my favorite games, dude. Yeah. I love surprised. Rocket League. I like Dead Rising. That's my game. What? What? Okay, what so we're sequel guys. Yeah, we're sequel. In any media, okay. Yep. Your interpretation. Hmm. I just, I just went for the, the uh, video game because I can't think of a movie. All right. I'm gonna go with. I think I might go with Sinister Two. Oh, just, there you go. I'll join you in on that one. Screw that film. Hmm. Yeah. I've never been Garbage. so just, just blown away by its just mediocrity. Awful film. You mean mediocrity? No, I mean mediocrity. Mm. Also, Born into Mafia 2. Uh, you guys have probably never heard of it, but uh, <laughs> uh, Born into Mafia 1 wasn't any good, but Born into Mafia 2 is probably the the worst example. That's just it's the poorest film. It's just such a poor film. I can't even call it a film. Is that one of the ones you found on Prime late one night? Yeah, it's it's. Oof. We'll just have to do a month of bad movies. Oh God, we, man, we did a lot of bad movies since we started this. 
I don't know. Things was pretty terrible. Reflections of Evil Just was pretty terrible. F off. F off, buddy. <laughs> you know it in your heart. Man, I don't know what the worst sequel is that I can think of. Well, what's your least favorite sequel? How about that? Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm Man, Jaws, Jaws the Revenge was horrible. I Man, dude, I have I have no fucking clue. I have no idea. I just watched I, The Howling 2. That was really bad. My my least favorite... Uh, dude, I actually don't know. I want to say Thor The Dark World was pretty fucking bad. So well, Not even hmm. that bad, though. What's the sequel to Jurassic World? Ooh, a oh. Fallen Kingdom? I there you of, go. I hate I, that one. I can think of way worse than that. I can't right now. <laughs> real bad. Um... Attack of the Clones is pretty fucking bad. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's still some good shit in it, though. Yeah. I probably own a really bad... Oh, fucking... Dude, the second Matrix movie. Reloaded? Wow. Oh, God, the second Matrix movie. No. Garbage. Go mm-hmm. home. Shut up. You know it's true. No. You know it's, it's true. It's definitely... Maybe it's the... No, I would say that it's... The... I wouldn't say it's the worst, but... I think three might be the weakest. Well, yeah, if two was bad, then the third one's definitely not going to be good. <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised. They can pick up after a bit. Well, they uh, picked up after the first one. The first one was, like, revolutionary. And then they're like, nah. Let's make these dudes with dreadlocks go on motorcycles really fast. Uh, They, did, they only rode in one car. Were they not on motorcycles? It's been no. a while. Trinity's on a motorcycle. They're oh, a... yeah, they fight on top of a fucking semi truck. I remember that. That's some that's some boss shit right there. True. Well, like I think... Bosnia stuff. <laughs> Bosnia. So, do we all get our answers in? X Men Apocalypse. That's what I'm saying. Boom. Oh, come on! You could do better than that. That's pretty. It's pretty fucking bad. How? What's so bad about it? I... It's pretty bad. There's a lot of bad. Uh, the movie's just fucking not good. It has what Oscar is? Isaac, I... but blue. Yeah, he looks like oh, what's like so bad? Blues. Fucking X Men Apocalypse. Oh, I didn't see that. It's... It wasn't terrible. It's Dark scary. Phoenix was worse. Absolutely worse. But Apocalypse is still good. No, no. Yeah. But coming off of the fucking coming off of off of uh, Days of Future Past, Days of Future Past, which is arguably the best fucking X Men movie ever made. Ooh, I like that noise. I hear, I hear, I hear. Was it a microwave? Was that a microwave? What is? Sounds like the old like. Did anyone else hear that? That sounds like an old PlayStation startup screen. Nope. Uh, no. I think Chase has some background noise, but dude, it's always me. There's so much. I live. I'm right underneath the fucking water tank. God. It's all like someone takes a fucking shower, and it's like incredibly loud, or they do anything. I heard it like pop up and then fade away, and it sounded like that. That old PlayStation Two, I think the. Oh yeah, yeah. The PlayStation One. Was it one? I don't remember which one. The. Oh, you see the size of the fifth one, dude? It's like the size of a human torso. That bitch is big. (laughs) You can fit. You can fit. I could fit you and Nick into that thing. You guys both can yeah. fit into that. Yeah, it's really? possible. Yeah. 
It's got nothing on the Philips CDI though. Oof, that bitch is big. I mean, it might actually, it might actually have something on it. <laughs> it might. It's huge. No kidding. Let's see. Let's see what this bitch looks like. You actually have to. You actually have to disassemble the bottom stand to put it like horizontally. Oh, Nick, this thing is definitely bigger than the CDI. Is it? Yeah, I knew it. It's Hold huge. On. Hold on. Let me. So the CDI is just essentially the size of a fucking uh, VCR. VCR. Yeah, but like the PlayStation Five. This is a joke. I pull up the image search, and one of the first results is a T-shirt, and the guy's just grabbing the model by the boobs. It's supposed to be the joysticks on each, you know. But great, great. That's just, that's just great. I do think the PlayStation Five is fucking hideous, though. It's gross. <laughs> it looks like what does it look like? It looks like a gadget in a cheesy sci-fi movie. It does. It looks like Cell's head from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like they didn't change the concept. Uh art for it they just like someone mocked up a concept for the ps5 <laughs> 10 years ago and they're like, they're like fuck uh, it let's just go with that <laughs> use it it's like those ooh game systems that will come out in 2020 and then you have like absolutely yeah <laughs> meanwhile the xbox one looks like the monolith from 2001 it looks yeah. dope, oh, it looks dope. no it doesn't both of these things look like garbage uh, look the xbox doesn't look bad no they look dumb it looks like a fucking mini fridge it's a, that's well, it's a box. The X box. It looks like a fan. It looks like a fucking Converse shoe box. Well, the box should look like a box. Yeah, I'll take it, I mean, I'll take that. I'll, I'll, I, you know what, Nick, you got me there. Actually, <laughs> I see it yes. as an homage to the, uh, the, um, whatever the, you call it, in the rectangle. No, shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> an homage to the rectangle. Thanks, Ryan. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, what's an homage to the rectangle? I see it as an homage to the 2001. Uh, what do you, what do we call that big rectangle? The monolith. The monolith. Yes. Yeah, so, so I see it as that. So I'm cool I don't with think it. It's, I don't think it's supposed to be like that. I think it's trying to look like a PC. Well, in my brain, it does. So well, your brain is stupid, Victor. I know. Hey, it's my brain too. So shut up. Well, both of you guys have both of you guys have both dumb, dumb brains. Do you want to go, man? Do you want to go? Also, first of all, okay, the PS5's controller is white. You know how fucking disgusting that thing's going to be in a month? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sweaty gamer hands with their fucking Cheetos and Doritos and stuff. That thing's going to be disgusting. Like, like, like okay, that's, that's totally not debatable, but here's the thing. You know how many kids are getting an Xbox One X for Christmas this year? That is true. They're not going to get the Series X because that is the worst title in what, like, I don't even well, know how long. So I worked, I used to work at a video game shop. And so we'd have our boxes and then we'd have our console separately. So when someone would want to buy a complete, we'd put it in the box, right? So we would line the 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 store like the like the walls like above the shelves and everything. We'd line them with the boxes. And so when someone was like buying a complete, my boss would be like, Hey, can you go grab one Xbox One box? <laughs> and then when the Xbox One X comes out. It was like, hey, can you go grab one Xbox One X box? <laughs> so it's now it's like, hey, will you go grab one Xbox Series X box? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just obnoxious. Let's just all agree that the next console should be the most powerful structure in history and be a pyramid. And Ooh. we all watched both movies and talked about them. I missed that. What? A pyramid. What about the pyramids? That should be the shape of the next console. Yeah, let's do it. The pyramid is the strongest shape. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Do it. Eh, buy it. Eh, I don't care. I just want to be a diamond. Game. Diamond it wouldn't stand correctly, though. So <laughs> that's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> My figure. I'm not. Care. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't care what shape we pick. I just want to play video games. That's true. I want it to be like perfectly round, like the game sphere, and it just will not balance in one spot, like perfectly <laughs> round. Do you know how much damage the machinery is going to take from a design like that? Again, that's their problem. <laughs> we got to make it out of, oh, uh, what's that? Bedrock? Obelisk? Obsidian? We got to make it out of obsidian. Jesus Christ. I want to I want to show you guys this picture of like what it could have looked like and it could have looked so much better. Like so much better. the game sphere? Not the, yeah. not the fucking game sphere. <laughs> game sphere. Wait. Oh, the X, the Xbox should look like this? I just want to grill for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it runs and if it plays great games. Sure, I'll take a barbecue. Yeah. okay so thanks for listening everyone we got one more episode this month and then that will be it for the horror films and uh yeah so thanks very nice nice. thanks (laughs) for listening everyone toodaloo bye see ya see ya (laughs) no yeah you, you cut that part out i don't care i'm gonna leave it